0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 16th chapter, Jesus said, there was a rich man who clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate laid a poor man named Lazarus covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things and Lazarus in like manner, bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in anguish. And besides all of this, between us and you, a great chasm has been fixed Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to them, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. This is the gospel of the Lord. In
1: the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, O my soul, you with the psalmist have sung. You have affirmed that he raises up those who are bowed down. And this, you have said, is not a wish, not a promise, not a pledge, but a present reality. For the verbs of your psalm are all in the present tense. The Lord gives... The Lord loves, the Lord secures, the Lord protects, the Lord sustains, the Lord sets free, all of which is happening even as I speak. For he who dwells in unapproachable light is here to lift the countenance of his face and bless us so that we can, as the Apostle says, take hold of the life that really is life. The kind of life addressed in the parable penned by Luke. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. Some might call that the life change purple and fine linen to tailor-made suits and designer gowns and its stuff for the paparazzi who run after those with names that are well worn and don the covers of the magazines in the checkout lane and waiting room strange though in our lord's parable The rich man has no name. And without a name, there's nothing to write in the book of life that signals life that is really life. One man there, though, has a name. A poor man known as Lazarus. A man covered with sores, who wished he could eat what was scraped off the rich man's plate, who laid at his gate, and over whom the rich man stepped every time he was chauffeured out of his car. Unlike the rich man, the only medical plan that poor Lazarus had was the tongues of dogs. He would have loved to shoo them away, but they were the only relief he got. Both men died, our Lord said, and it was then that a great reversal occurred. Poor Lazarus was carried away by the angels to be with Abraham. The rich man found himself in torment. He who feasted sumptuously every day was now in agony. He who never once offered Lazarus as much as a cup of water or bandages for his sores now longs for a drop of water to cool his tongue. But even in Hades, he hasn't changed his tune. He's still in the power mode. He always had people. And when he said, move, they jumped. Why, now he's telling Abraham what to do. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger and bring me relief. But it doesn't work that way anymore. The great chasm that once existed at his gate every time he walked over the poor man, now on Abraham's lap, is now fixed and cannot be crossed. There was a time when it could have been, this time that we call now. Now is the time. Then will be too late. No bridges across the great divide, no mercy for the still unrepentant rich man either. Those in Hades do not get a change of heart. Only God can change a heart, and God doesn't make house calls in hell. I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. I need the Spirit for that, and the Spirit is now in gifts far more sumptuous than anything the rich man ever ate, gifts that come to us from our Lord's one visit to hell, when in utter agony he cried, "Aili, aili, Lama Sabakanai, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" and got no reply. Or relief, no relief for those in hell. For in that terrorizing moment, the Son of God, our Lord Jesus, was stripped of his name and dropped into the abyss, he who now lives and reigns forever with angels chanting his praise. Here, from his nail marked hands, come the Spirit's gifts so that we can bridge the divide and not sick our dogs to lick a poor man's wounds, not feast sumptuously without inviting poor Lazarus to the table. We call the Blessed Sacrament a salutary gift, a gift of healing, so that we can bind up Lazarus' wounds. Here is fatherly divine goodness and mercy for you so that it never be said, as Amos did, that you are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph, that you are not blind to the beggar at your gate. the rich man, in torment, still in his I-have-people mode, snapped his fingers one more time and ordered Abraham to send Lazarus, See, even he knew his name, send Lazarus back from the dead to warn his brothers so they might repent and not join him in the place where the worm does not die and the fire is never quenched. But Abraham shouted, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced, even if someone rises from the dead. Someone like Lazarus. Someone like Jesus. No promised apparitions or visions or dreams. No risen Christ, showing us his wounds, He did that for his apostles, and we have their word, just as the rich man's brothers had Moses, Micah, and Malachi. Blessed are those who have not seen and believe. He sends us only this, but it is enough. The pledge of his given and shed for you. Whether you've been stepped over or even stepped on, doesn't matter. Here you've got angels holding guard, the same angels that will carry you to be with Abraham and all the saints. In the traditional Requiem Mass, as the casket of the blessed dead is borne out of the church to hearse and graveyard. The choir sings, may the angels lead you into paradise and with once poor Lazarus, may you have eternal rest. It's here for you already now.